Morning Crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We have Mr. Johnny Crypto, Andrew, the Cashflow King, and Gonzo, the Crypto Goliath, all joining us on this beautiful Monday. So very excited for this episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing a proposal to fully integrate digital assets into our financial system is here. Is this the moment 2021 crypto investors have been waiting for? Avalanche co-founder says the project is growing fast despite the over 80% pullback from its all-time high. Is this an ideal time to be looking at DeFi? The SEC is creating a game show to educate investors, and we show our listeners the chosen cryptocurrencies according to JP Morgan and the SEC. A blockchain developer makes the case for a $100 XRP in due time, while another Ripple partner opens an on-demand liquidity corridor, allowing 54 million new customers to use RippleNet. Gala Games makes a historic announcement, and institutions are loading up on Cardano, while Ethereum and Bitcoin are being offloaded. We prepare our listeners for the bull run of a lifetime. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So that was a mouthful. I almost ran out of breath this morning, Johnny Crypto, but I know you had an amazing weekend with the Node Defender. How are you feeling on this Monday and what are you watching the market today? Well, first of all, good morning, everybody. How are you today? <clears throat> yeah, I... Uh... It was a great weekend. We had a really good. What the hell is wrong with the freaking camera? We had a really good time. Everything was great. Stupid camera don't want to focus, but it was good. And it's always uh, feeling a lot better compared to last week, man. It's so nice when you can hold the food in your intestines for more than six minutes. So yeah, everything's going good so far. It's really that good. always helps, Johnny Crypto. It always helps when you can digest your food. But we'll go to Andrew Cashflow. Andrew Cashflow, we know you had a long weekend. How is it over there in Europe? And how are you feeling on this Monday? Ah, uh, the mute button got you again, Andrew. <laughs> oh, I will never mute myself again. It's it's a wrong habit. So yeah, it was a long weekend. It's a public uh, holiday today in in the Netherlands, also in in Germany. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoy enjoying it very much. A little bit of rain here, but what I'm enjoying even more is crypto is going a little bit up now. So that's nice. It's about time, right, Cashflow? It's about time. We'll kick it to Gonzo next. Gonzo, of course, you're repping the Diamond Hands gear. Why don't you show our listeners a quick glimpse of what you got on? And how are you feeling on this Monday? Good morning, Abs. Good morning, everyone. Uh, super excited to be here. I missed you guys last week. I'm glad to see that Johnny's feeling better because I know that uh, Shelly and I were worried about him. So good to see you. Love you guys as always. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Awesome. And we'll get this Thank thing you, started the same way we always do by showing you guys our Good Morning Twitter account at Good Morning Crypto on Twitter at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. Sorry about that. It is Monday morning. We'll keep the ball rolling here. Bitcoin fear and greed index is sitting in extreme fear. Johnny Crypto always calls this a possible time for accumulation sitting at a 13. But what's really exciting this morning? Well, that's some of the bullish price action. So today we're sitting at 1.29 trillion in global market cap. Bitcoin is almost at 40% dominant, 47% dominance. Ethereum is 18%. Bitcoin sitting at $31,500 this morning, finally getting some bullish price action. Going to be very interesting to see if we can get back above 32,000 and get above that level of resistance. It's been key for us going forward. 
Ethereum, 1900 Cardano getting some bullish price action, 60 cents. And I think this is going up because the institutions know what's coming. We're going to cover some amazing development news with XDC, Avalanche, Cardano, and XRP in this episode. We went deep diving this weekend, so you guys don't have to. XRP is 40 cents this morning. Avalanche, $26. Kronos, 18 cents. Stellar, 14.5 cents. We'll scroll down to Hedera Hashgraph, which is 9 cents. And Quant, which seems to be in a great opportunity for accumulation, sitting at $67 this morning. But let's hear from Johnny Crypto. What are you watching this morning, Johnny Crypto? Uh, well, first thing I'm watching is the audience. I love this. The, the answer to this question is no, abs does not have any abs, by the way. <laughs> hey, don't lie to our audience, Johnny. We're honest here. <laughs> but uh, on a serious note, uh, <clears throat> you know, it is really good to kind of see we're seeing things kind of stabilize. I think we, you know, I don't know if we ever, if we've seen a bottom yet. I see some trend lines here with, with Bitcoin that has some challenge around 36, 35, 36. So the question is, you know, it wouldn't surprise me to have an easy run up to that number. The question is when we get there, what's going to happen? But again, I don't really worry about this short-term short churn because I'm a 2025 guy and beyond. So none of this really matters to me. I'm praying that we stay down in the fear zone for as long as possible because I love buying right now. I mean, I told you guys, I've been buying every week as paychecks are coming in, paychecks are going out, right out into the crypto market. So uh, I'm just going to continue to accumulate. Let's see what I buy this weekend. Uh, the only thing I bought was one thing. I bought. <laughs> so many. I'm trying to remember what the hell it was that we bought this weekend. I don't know. It'll come to me. And I'll, oh, AVAX. So AVAX is my favorite one now. <laughs> Not that my favorite, but it's so cheap. So I had to put some AVAX in the account. Uh, so I bought, I started the dollar cost average into that a little bit. So yeah. me and you both, Johnny. So I actually, I bought some AVAX at $22 this weekend. I bought some Cosmos at $9. The first thing I did was follow some of Andrew Cashflow's advice. I took that new asset. I allowed it to earn me some income. So I'm getting 7% on my AVAX. I'm getting 12.5% on my Cosmos. But hey, I you Tell us where you're getting 7% on AVAX. Binance.us is where I'm staking those two cryptocurrencies. And then I'm also getting 30% on my Ethereum and 30% on my Bitcoin by utilizing Freeway. But I'd love to hear from Gonzo here. Is there anything you're accumulating right now? And I know that Johnny Crypto always talks about 2025, but these price levels right now, these get me excited. I'd love to hear what you, what you have to say. Yeah, well, we, you know, we finally closed a green weekly candle in BTC. So, you know, we're going to get some bullish price action. So what I'm doing is kind of paying attention to some of the slower reacting cryptos. Still kind of looking at Algo and uh, Gala. I think I got some Gala this weekend. Um, my most consistent dollar cost average strategy is with Adam because I, I feel like I was kind of behind on that one. So I, I buy that kind of bi-weekly. Um, but um, just for a tip for the audience, you got um, uh, NFT NYC coming up, I think on the 19th and 20th. So you should see some of the um, cryptos associated with NFT platforms like Flow, Matic, IMX, anything associated with NFTs we're probably going to start to see some price action going up as we get closer to the event that always happens. That's awesome, Gonzo. And if there's three, I'm going to give, I was going to give five, but I'll give three crypto projects that really catch my attention. We got Algorand sitting at 40 cents. The development has been off the chain. Cardano sitting at 60 cents. We're going to cover this later. Institutions are selling their Bitcoin. They're selling their Ethereum to purchase more Cardano at these 60 cent levels. And the last one is AVAX. I'm a super big fan of AVAX. I've been stacking it. AVAX was just four weeks ago. AVAX was $100. I was able to accumulate this weekend at $22, but I want to hear from Andrew Cashflow. Andrew Cashflow, what's on your mind this morning? Um, you know what? I was staking uh, Atom in November last year. 
And it, it gave me an airdrop of FMOS, Ethereum Virtual Machine in the, in the Cosmos environment. So I got there an airdrop of $1,600. I immediately sold half of it. And currently, and then I put it on staking. Currently, on the FMOS tokens, we earn 1,600%. It will go down very rapidly. But at this moment, in about three days, I make uh, $100 $250 per three days. So I'm, I'm pulling it off now. I'll keep my, 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 my amount of 50%. I keep it staked. And all my earnings go directly into my holiday budget. Because <laughs> next week I'm going on holidays. Nice. So, uh, so FMOS is paying for my uh, FMOS is paying for my holidays, and uh, I like it very much. So next to that, I'm very happy that Bitcoin and all the other stuff is going a little bit up. However, I was thinking about what is happening. We are in fear already for weeks. Now we see a little bit of a relief. However, what comes after fear in the in the whole uh, chain? It's panic, mm. panic. Then we get to uh, capitulation. Then we go to desperation. And desperation, that is when the blood is in the streets. And that is the really best time to buy. Will, will it come so far? No. But I also, in this pull down, I have not seen panic yet. And panic will probably come as soon as we approach the, the $20,000 level of BTC. And I expect that we will, one way or the other, we will approach it. Will we hit it? Probably not. But a lot of people will say, if it, if they bought in in December 17, uh, they they will, yeah, well, they will probably sell. And they say, yeah, you know, it was a mistake, and and that's called capitulation. And, and that that's what I still I'm expecting. So I'm dollar costing in, dollar averaging in, in. Yeah, all, all the big coins like AVEX, we, we talked about it, ADA, Solana, Bitcoin, Ethereum, all those big ones. And every time I have my purchasing orders standing there, 10% lower than the previous one. And it just, yeah, it, it will just hit. I bought I bought uh, last week or actually three, day, three days ago, I bought Solana at the absolute dip. It was just an hour in that dip. And be, how was I able to buy it? Because... It dipped down and direct and immediately up. So it's yeah for me it's a very good strategy to sleep well and to put my purchasing orders in upfront in in those uh, in those big coins. So but still I think after fear is panic and capitulation and that's what I have not seen in this in this rally or in this cycle of Bitcoin and I'm still expecting it. Will we see in between uh, a new uh, rally? Maybe. But I also expect more downwards pressure. So. I completely agree with you, Andrew. And as we look around at the other crypto educators or influencers, whatever you'd like to call them in our space, a lot of them agree with you. They think that we're at a relative bottom now. We're due for some bullish price action. And then we're going to continue with our bear market and test those low $20,000 levels. But you know what will remove a lot of the uncertainty from the market? is exactly what we have for you guys here. We've got some amazing news for United States citizens. We've been teasing it for months, but the time is almost here. A proposal to fully integrate digital assets into our financial system is on the way. We are going to continue to update you guys this week. We have some huge news that's going to come out tomorrow. We're going to go to Johnny Crypto first. They are very excited to finally unveil this effort next week. Stay tuned for the massive update 
on digital assets. Johnny Crypto, how do you feel about the United States finally making the move to integrate digital assets into our existing financial system? Well, my favorite part, if you scroll down in that tweet, and maybe it's not in that one, it might have been in the other one, but she actually talks about, um, no, I guess that's not there. She literally says, um, don't look at the prior older, older um, uh, the, um, proposal that was out there because it's incredibly outdated. I like the Fed is incredibly outdated because that tells me that they probably completely scrapped and rewritten it. And if anybody read the old one, believe me, that's what you want them to do because that old one was not favorable to the crypto industry. There were a lot of things in there that made it very, that almost made everybody and its mother a broker, right? So it would have been really, really bad for the industry. <laughs> so hopefully they scrapped it, rewrote it. I love Senator uh, Loomis. She's really on top of this game. And so I can't wait to see it. Tomorrow's the big day. Supposedly, if they launch it, they're supposed to release it tomorrow. So I'm sure, you know, we'll have some news on that. And obviously, if it's released before the show, we'll be able to bring that up too. But I'm super excited because we've been waiting to see what kind of language is going to come out and if they were going to fix some of those challenges. And I don't know if they are or aren't, but, but, I'm, but I'm optimistic based on the way she wrote it. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. Tomorrow's a, tomorrow's a big day. And when I look at something like this, Johnny Crypto, the thing that comes to mind is it seems like this is long overdue, right? I mean, we've already been oh, through yeah. a bull cycle. Now we're in the middle of a bear market here. Everyone's going through the <clears> pessimism, <throat> the depression, the panic, like Andrew Cashley talked about. And we've got our United States government getting ready to fully integrate digital assets into our current financial <laughs> system. And this is why it's so exciting before we hear from Gonzo here. The reason this is so exciting is because we're not talking about the shift into ISO, new protocols, new banking system away from SWIFT. No, this is even better because we're going to see immediate price appreciation as we get an integration of these assets into what we're using right now. So Gonzo, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I could totally see this playing out where, so we had nine consecutive weeks of red candles, right? We finally pulled a green one. And then now you have news like this coming. So I could see this pushing us up a little further, right? Because we know that a lot of the uh, market is run by emotion. And so I can see them like rolling out something <laughs> that is a lot more favorable to crypto than the last one was. And that's going to make people feel better. And we know the uh, market is run by emotion. And I can see us pushing us up, right? We'll see what happens as we, as we move up to like 33,000 if we get rejected. Uh, but like, you know, Andrew was talking about before, um, we haven't we haven't even retested twenty five thousand, right? We usually retest, and then we also have the whole thing about all time highs, where Bitcoin has not um, gone lower in its whole history. It's never gone lower than the previous all time high, right? And I think that's at nineteen thousand. So we'll see what happens, but I, I think definitely people are going to be staying tuned to this announcement, and I could see this pushing us further up. So, Johnny Crypto, you're the one who actually broke this news live on Twitter, brought it to my attention. We look at the market today. It's clearly underutilized. We're waiting for the institutions. We're waiting for the governments. We've actually got Texas mining Bitcoin for their state treasury. And now we're going to see assets fully integrated into our current banking system. What are some of your thoughts? And what do you think we can see from a price action standpoint in the short term? Will we get some movement or not so much? You know, remember, oh, so listen, this, this is always a buy the rumor, sell the news type market that we're in right now. We're not in a fundamentals market. Right. We don't have right now, for example, these technologies fully developed and working and running the world. OK, now, are there some out there and are we getting there? Yeah, we're getting there, but we're still way behind. I mean, most of these technologies and if you saw the ISO 2000 coin switch that they were going to do in November 2022, 
just got moved out, I think, what, two, three years? Oh, guess what? Guess what year it got moved out to, Abs? Go ahead and tell everybody. First quarter of 2025. 2025. What are we been talking about this goddamn show? 2025, <laughs> goddamn it. Right? So 2025 is when I think everything's going to happen. That's when the real money, you know, the real a- actual adoptions, use cases, people using it, cats, dogs, everybody and their mothers on crypto. Everybody's going to know what it is, right? Somewhere in that point. And that's still just the beginning. That'll be like 2002 was to the internet where we are today. It's at the beginning of it still. So there's going to be many, many years of growth in this industry. So much exciting times. But we are just so early. We're like pre-early. We're like, this is like the pre-buy right now. And I know that sounds crazy because we're so into this. And for us, it feels like this thing's been forever. But the reality is, go ask nine out of ten friends, and they still don't know what crypto is today. So no, this is exciting. But but expect expect this not to start off a new bull run. I don't think, but definitely a big pump, um, because that'll that'll be the news. And if you remember the chart I showed a few months ago or weeks ago, how technology works, you're going to get all this excitement. Then it's going to go. You know, regulation come, all this news, everything's going to pump. They're going to dump, make money off of us. And then we're just going to go sideways for a while till 2025. And then I think you'll start to see the slow exponential trend growing up. And it will never come back to those levels again at that point. In my we, al- we always cover mainstream adoption on our channel, Johnny. But we talked about last week how we want to start shifting into more development news. And the reason behind that is understanding exactly what these currencies are going to do in the future is going to remove a lot of that uncertainty from the market when it comes with negative headlines and things of that nature. We are going to get into our first article today. We got 157 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button on this beautiful Monday morning. We're going to continue bringing you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics on a daily basis, and that's exactly what we got here. Avalanche co-founder tells us that this bear market is about macro conditions, so this has nothing to do with crypto, and we're going to dive into that right now. Price is not something that I'm supremely interested in. I'm building, says the founder of, of AVAX. AVAX has currently shed 85% of its value from its all-time high in November of 2021. It went from about $150 all the way down to $22 today, and that's a macroeconomic issue. It's not a problem with AVAX. So Avalanche has simply put the most innovative blockchain platform device to date, and it represents the best technology that we know of from a scientific perspective for building blockchains at scale and are also customizable. So when he went to talk about the success of the company and what they're experiencing so far, he said, we have multiple revenue sources and we're well capitalized for the next, I don't know, many years. We're in a very good situation as a company and we're continuing to grow very fast. What I thought was most important before we get some comments from the group is that just two weeks ago, AVAX was trading at $100 and today it's $22. We've seen no negative news around the project and the development that's taking place on this blockchain, yet we're seeing 80% of the value disappear in just four weeks. So we'll start off with Johnny Crypto and then go to Andrew Cashflow. Johnny Crypto, we look at the whole market and these 80% buying opportunities are everywhere, whether it's Hedera, Cosmos, AVAX, they're all throughout the market. But what caught my attention here is the fundamental advantage that AVAX has when it comes to technology. They're the easiest chain to develop on. And I think they're going to be one of the main competitors to Ethereum by 2025. So if we were to zoom ahead and look at what this market's going to be in five or 10 years, I think Cardano is going to be very prominent. I think AVAX is going to be very prominent. I think Polkadot's going to be very prominent. And I would have put Solana in that group until I did some research this weekend and realized that Solana Well, it's just a fork of Ethereum. So Solana doesn't have that great of a competitive advantage when it comes to these other blockchains. 
But I've gone on for a few minutes here, so let's hear from Johnny Crypto. Yeah, so first of all, um, I can't wait to see what the 2022 at the end of 2022 year developer list looks like. We know the 2021 developer list when we looked at the most developer activity list because I use that as an indicator of of kind of what to predict for the future, what's going to be some potentially prominent chains. And we know the number one chosen chain was Cardano, right? And number two was Kusama, which probably I, I, I want to see a show of hands out there. How many people got Kusama in their portfolio? If you got Kusama in your portfolio, give it a thumbs up in the in the comments there because I just want to see. Well, I see Andrew. So, Andrew, you got one. I don't even know if anybody's heard of Kusama, let alone own it. But and then the number three was was Dot. So for me, like those were the ones. And when I went through that list, I was looking for AVAX and you don't see AVAX in that list. So I was a little disappointed that it wasn't in there. But I'm curious to see in 2022, I think it's going to be in there because a lot of node projects, although they're all crashing and burning right now and stuff, have been built on AVAX because, as you said, it's easy to use. And anything, people are lazy. People are looking for simplicity. If something's simple to use, they're going to do it. So I think you're right. <laughs> That's why I bought AVAX this week. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start putting some of this in my bag because I follow the Andrew Cashflow rule. I don't want to steal his thunder because he's probably going to talk about that in a second. But there's a reason why I bought at this point. It's a percentage number, and Andrew's probably going to talk about that. So I'll leave that up to him to tell you why this is a great buying opportunity there. So, Andrew, before we hear from you, somebody said they'd never heard of AVAX before. AVAX is the 12th largest cryptocurrency project in the market today, and they have some of the most – they have the most projects in development taking place on their platform. Like Johnny Crypto just mentioned, they are third in blockchain development. In my own research, separate from Johnny Crypto, I discovered that. I'm not sure what, they, what they're doing from a number standpoint, but I know that they're having so much technology built out on AVAX right now, and none of it's being utilized. We're seeing no price appreciation from that yet. So when that takes place, we're going to see this thing go up even more. But let's stay focused on the 80% pullback we're experiencing now. I think I know what Andrew Cashflow is going to say, so I'll let him say it. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Have your not only your exit plans ready, but first have your entry plan ready. I mean, that that's important. And what, what Johnny already said about lazy people, yeah, people are lazy. And you know how lazy people are. What they do, they listen to what I call the social sentiment. Mm. And the more people hear about something, the more that, that's normal human, human being behavior, the more you start to believing it. So that's why it's so extremely important to do your research. And social sentiment is just how much a cryptocurrency is mentioned this morning. I got I, I read two articles, one about ADA and one about Solana. And then they said, yeah, they are going up hugely today. So I started looking and I thought, it's still it's still in the downward trend and it, it's still going more, more or less sideways. And yeah, of course, it make it make made a little jump, small jump. Uh, what's this? So if you do not do your research, then you would say, oh, I need to go into, into ADA and AVAX and Solar. It's going up. No, they are just preparing you to, 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 to wait as long as possible. And then it's up. And then you say, now I buy. And you know what happens the next day? Going down. Always. So that's why exactly you need to have your plan. Let me tell you my, my, my strategy. I oh. buy from a top. I buy at minus 20 at minus 30, at minus 40, at minus 50, at minus 60, etc. till minus 80. And every time I buy, I buy 
or I invest 25% more than the previous time. So this lowers my entry price enormously. That, that's what, by the way, that's what I only do with the top 10, top 15 coins. Smaller coins, I invest at minus 25%. I invest an amount, for example, $100. Then at minus 50%, I invest another time. But then 25% more, that is 125. And then the last time, I invest at minus 75%. And then I invest again one, uh, five, 25% more, which is more or less $150. So why do I do that? Because to be sure, I lower my price, but also I only go till minus 75 and only, yeah, two to $500 for small coins because I do not want to overrisk myself in, yeah, more unknown and, and unstable coins or, or, or an, un, yeah, may, maybe coins that are not so well at, at, the, at the top 10 or top 20. Am I willing to, to invest more in those top coins? Yes, of course. And every time... I invest a little bit more, and if it goes up, I mean, yeah, then you then you have your exit plan, and you buy every time again. So actually, the sim the the, the system is simple, but from a human mind position, it's not easy because you you are you are willing to do exactly the opposite things, and that's why it's so important also to to join our academy. We can teach you how to do it, but we can also teach you how to manage your own mind. I mean, this is my finger. You also have a finger. This finger can do buy and sell at a particular moment. And I mean, it's pretty, pretty essential. The most money you make with buying and not with selling. Because buying, you should buy low, of course, and sell high. And it sounds too simple, but if it is all going low and all the media is talking yeah, negatively, what do you think you want to do? No, I don't want it. And that's exactly if you did your research and you did your homework, you know the coins. If it goes down only on sentiment, nothing changes in those projects. Like, like, like we just talked about AVEX, nothing is changed. The only thing is the sentiment change and that pulls, pulls it down. So take, take, take your advantage of it, learn about it and yeah, be careful, but study what you're doing and yeah, join the academy and we will teach you way way more a hundred percent andrew if you're looking for a more deeper fundamental understanding of the crypto market we attack this thing from mindset first so we don't get scared by news and headlines the best place to do so is at the 3t warrior academy you get access to our entire team including joe D coach jv we do live portfolio updates every single thursday and if you're looking for me and johnny crypto at 8 p.m tonight you know where we're going to be twitter spaces so before we get into that, I'd love to hear from Gonzo here. We got 182 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We are talking about how AVAX is going to take down Ethereum, and ADA is another one that Ethereum should be watching out for. But when we get some quotes here from the AVAX developer, what he says is that all asset prices, not just crypto, but also equities have gone down. That's just sort of where we are in a macroeconomic standpoint. But Gonzo, why don't you speak a little bit to the technology that makes AVAX so useful, as well as the macroeconomic conditions we're going through right now? Yeah, so if you guys don't know what AVAX is, it's a very, very unique blockchain. So it's basically split into, let's say, like three different blockchains. And this is a very simplistic kind of explanation. It's a lot more technical than that. But imagine three different blockchains, right? It has the X chain that deals with transactions. It has the P chain that kind of deals with staking and the nodes. And then it has the C chain, which is basically a copy of the EVM of the um, Ethereum virtual machine. That's why it's so easy 
for um, dApps and stuff that are on Ethereum to move over to Avalanche because of that. Um, there's a whole other technology called Subnet, but it's very, very unique. Um, I think the reason that we've had um, such a big price correction, also it's because of the trend where we've gone down, but also the Terra Luna incident, I think affected AVAX, right? There was a, a, a transaction that occurred where the two founders got together and they swapped Terra Luna and USDT for AVAX. And they had a, um, a, a schedule so that they couldn't dump it all at once, right? And so we know what happened with Terra Luna. So they've admitted, AVAX has admitted, the founders have, that they lost a lot of money that they weren't able to sell out um, because of everything that went on. So we know that Terra Luna still has a lot of AVAX, even though there's a schedule um, I think it's made people kind of nervous, but like you guys always say, um, the technology hasn't changed at all. All that is, is just kind of emotions and uh, kind of the unknown of how much was actually um, sold to them, right? And how much money they lost. Now, the other unique thing about like Ava Labs, right, is that they've been able to um, raise tons of money, right? At the beginning through venture capital. So from what I've seen, the amount of money that they've raised is a lot, right? And I think that's going to be able to carry them through the bear market. But when you talk about what they lost in the Terra Luna incident, I want to say it's hundreds of millions of dollars. But I still think that they've raised so much money, which is in the billions, that they're going to be okay. You're spot on, Gonzo. And if there's one bullish or silver lining to this bear market we're going through now, it's that nobody is questioning whether cryptocurrency is here to stay. They're just concerned about the price action that we're going through. And like we keep reiterating on this channel, that bearish price action has nothing to do with cryptocurrency. It's a macroeconomic issue. We got people commenting now that for the first time in a couple of years, people are needing to sell their cryptocurrency to pay their bills and utility. Johnny Crypto, if you could do me a favor and control the cameras real quick, I'm going to kick this thing over to our gala news that we have for you guys today. It's official. GRIT will be the first gala game in the Epic Game Store. Johnny Crypto, we know you got a ton of experience with Play to Earn. What about this news sticks out to you? And is this a fundamental change in gaming? Are we going to see more of these games that are typically just regular free-to-play switch to Play to Earn? <laughs> Absolutely. There's no question about it. That's where we're headed. Whether people like it or not, we're going to ready player one. So you can either get ready to be player one or to be player four and lose. But anyway, the point is, um, absolutely. I mean, you guys know how excited I've been about Gala since we went up to the Galaverse back in December, whatever the hell it was last year. I mean, it's so super exciting that this is going to be, I've been saying it for a while now, this will be the new Steam. And all the gamers who are out there listening right now know what I'm talking about. And for you, those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, real quickly, Basically, it's like the Microsoft of, of of computer online gaming. So Steam is huge. That's where everybody gets all the games from. Steam, for some reason, I have no idea why, but they took a 12-gauge shotgun, loaded it up with some buckshot, and shot themselves in the foot when they basically came out and said, we're not going to get into PDE Web 3.0 gaming. I have no idea what they were thinking, but they should have read the case study on Kodak <laughs> when Kodak was saying, Digital cameras will not take over the industry because they were selling so much film and they were in denial. Well, that's what just happened to Steam, and they're going to get steamrolled by Gala. I love Gala. I've got a bunch of Gala. I've got Gala nodes in our in our Phoenix Crypto assets. I mean, gaming, I can say gaming, gaming, gaming is the biggest freaking industry. It's bigger than the movie industry. It's bigger than the movie industry. If you're not in gaming, I don't know what to tell you. You're not paying attention to this show, but Gala... Playable, Myra, 
Love all them. Love their nodes. They're going to own a, a piece of this. But Gala is so far in front of everybody, it's not even funny. And it's, it's seven cents. I had to run out and buy more this weekend. Seven freaking cents. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, yes, it's not a half a cent like last year, but it's seven cents. And it was 70 cents a year ago. I mean, and so as it continues and this market takes off, I mean, Gala's got a max coin supply, I think, of 50 billion. That's all it could ever have. So at a $50 billion market cap, it's a dollar coin. The, the industry, the gaming industry itself is a $300 billion industry. <laughs> if Gala owns half of that, that's $150 billion. That's a $3 price point for a seven-cent coin. It's just the upside is so great. I love me. I'm going to go buy it right now. I'm not going to go buy it. I'll be right back. I got to go. <laughs> go ahead, Gonzo. I'll be back. Oh, man. I love Johnny, dude. He's awesome. No, but he's right. Like, you know, this this uh, partnership can't be understated, right? It's Epic Games. If you don't know who Epic Games is, they're the ones that created Fortnite. Just think about how big Fortnite is. For those of you that have children and stuff that play that and, and the ecosystem and the skins and all that stuff. So this is like one of the first huge regular gaming companies that's now bridging that gap to play to earn, right? And like Johnny's saying, like, Gala's at seven cents. Gala's already made one hell of a move. If you were to get, uh, and I talked about this like on, um, I think on our call before, but if you were to look at Gala, like 2019 going to 2020, it was fractions of a cent. The move that it made in 2021, if you would have invested $500, you would have made 200,000 at the all-time high. It had a double top, I think at 71 cents and 70 cent, 77 cents, right? But the company is huge. The other big thing about Gala is that they have no venture capital, right? They built this thing from the ground up. They used their own money and they started building it from the ground up. So for me, that makes them able to pivot faster. So as the as the asset class, as crypto play to earn grows and you have to be able to pivot quickly, they need they, they can do that. They don't need to like uh, um, there's no vote. There's no like board. There's no venture capital that you have to check with. They can just pivot and move. And I think that makes them a lot different than a lot of the other um, either cryptos, blockchains that are out there. So definitely seven cents. Uh, it's huge. I think it's gone up a little bit, but definitely will be I'll be dollar cost averaging in. For, for the remainder of the bear market. And if there's something that catches my attention about Gala, it's that when we reached our all-time high just last fall, I think it was October, we were a 71-cent coin, and now we're sitting today at $0.07. Cents. But I look at the market a little bit differently. I'm not totally focused on the price of the coin. What I look more at is the total market cap, and Gala is sitting at $540 million in total <laughs> market cap. That is drops in a bucket when it comes to the crypto market. And Gala, like Johnny Crypto just mentioned, gaming is going to be one of the most important sectors in this fundamental shift that we're going through right now. And Gala is, is one of the companies set to profit the most. So Johnny Crypto, why don't you close this out here and then we'll get into some SEC news. Yeah, so Gala, you know, um, one of the things I wanted to question, so somebody asked a question about Gala nodes. So Gala nodes is, so when we, when we went to the show in December, just to give you an idea how big Gala is, I don't know if you guys realize this, they put a number on the screen of how much they had made raised and selling nodes and NFTs. You know what the number was? Abs, you remember the number that they put up there? 2.2 billion. 2.2. They just dropped the mic. It went up there, showed the number, dropped the mic, didn't even talk. Gala had his work 2.2 billion in last six months or a year, right? So what happened was they, they sold a shit ton of, of nodes, which if you're a node owner now, you get paid Gala every day, which I love it, just collecting some Gala. Now, I will give you some bad news. The Gala nodes started out at a thousand, it might have been $100 or $1,000. NFT told us, like, buy them, buy them, dad, 2200 bucks. Well, I didn't listen. 
So you know what they are right now? <laughs> they're a hundred grand right now. So they're almost impossible to buy at this point, unless if you got a like we did with a fund, Phoenix Crypto Assets. Um, that's one way to get exposure to it. But um, the good news for folks out there who didn't get a Gala node then, you can buy other gaming nodes like Playable. So Playable's coming out, and you can get their nodes right now. They're gonna they started at a hundred dollars, but they're already up to four thousand. I've got a couple of those right, and they're just paying me Playable every single day. And it's a half a penny. But guess what? As as God's a rifle, Gala was at 0.005 when I first started buying a year and a half ago. Right? So these coins can go from a half a penny way up into the dollars, especially in the gaming industry. That's why when you talk gaming, I get really excited. And then and then uh, in Myra is another gaming one that's coming out. But they're not stupid. They're going to wait. They're not going to release in a bear market right now. They're going to wait until the markets get pumped. And that note is going to be selling out the gate for 10000 So for our audience out there, save some money. Maybe you can grab one of these notes. I'm definitely going to buy one Myra node at 10 k when it comes out. Because, again, you just start stacking. It starts paying you out coins every single day. It's just passive income like, like Cashflow talks about. And the nice thing is you're getting it at pennies. Now, imagine five years from now when these things are big. I mean, if you bought a Gala note back then, you'd have a million Gala coins by now. And that was at 70 cents not that long ago. You could have turned $1,000 into 700K. That's how profitable this industry can be. Yes, thank you so much, Johnny. And we're going to continue here with our next story, which is an SEC story. The SEC is launching a game show campaign to educate investors in a playful way. And of course, cryptocurrency is included. I'm not sure if they mean cryptocurrency or security, but I guess we'll dive into that here. The SEC Office of Investor Education and Advocacy unveiled a new game show-themed public service campaign titled Investomania. The campaign ends. <laughs> the campaign aims to help investors make informed investment decisions and avoid fraud. Here's what I thought was the most important part of this article. If we scroll down to the end, it says sometimes investing may look or feel like a game. The SEC said our Investomania public service campaign uses a game show concept to educate investors in a playful way that investing is not a game and they should do their due diligence when making investment decisions. So Gonzo, we'll start off with you here. The most important quote that I want to read before we kick it to you here is that the SEC said, bottom line is don't play games with your financial future yet. They just created a game show. So what are some of your thoughts, Gonzo? I just think it's hilarious, right? I think they're trying to save face, you know, because there's a lot of egg on the SEC's face right now. So they're trying to like put a spin, right? It's a publicity stunt kind of thing, right? Because we all know as you get into this asset class and even with stocks, right? But you're going to find that as you take on responsibility or you take on your own financial responsibility, you understand that you have to do your own research that you know you don't just follow some advice from your neighbor or just because some influencer says, right? I think that the longer that you're in the space, the more financially responsible you are, right? At least that, that's the way it's been for me. And I think for, for the rest of you, we have these conversations. So for them to like sit there and say like, oh, well, you know, investing is not a game. Well, no shit, it's not a game, right? Most of us are not rich, right? Mo most of us are on our budgets and we're watching exactly what we're putting into the market, right? And we have that mindset that we understand that it could go to zero or that we're not going to get that back. Right. Um, but that's why we're investing. So to sit there and act like, you know, I think it's a video game. I, I understand it's not a video game, right? I'm on a budget. I'm budgeting my money, but I'm, cause I'm trying to get financial freedom for my family and the people around me. Right. So I, I think it's just like a publicity stunt. Uh, and again, it's more of the sec talking down to us or as if we're not smart enough, right? It's like the whole credit investor thing. Like just because you make a certain amount of money means that you're okay or you're smarter than everyone else. 
uh, when it comes to investing. And that's just not the case. Absolutely not the case. And we're going to play our own version of this game show right now. Johnny Crypto, we're going to start with you. Is XRP a security or not? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I lost. I guess soon. <laughs> I love that, Mr. Right. That was fantastic. If you get the wrong answer, you get sued. <laughs> you made me laugh so hard. My ribs hurt. Don't do that. Dial oh, it in God. here, Johnny. What are we doing here? <laughs> oh, man. That was fantastic. But um, this is the game whole, show. Yeah. Yeah. This this whole thing is is really, it's just laughable. The <laughs> game show to educate people. Why don't they worry about freaking going and being crazy? regulation rather than curating game shows i mean come on this is just stupidity at its best but whatever you know what maybe i'll watch an episode or two just to see how stupid it is exactly it could be kind of funny to watch andrew cashel you get any quick comments before we keep the ball rolling here yeah i i cannot cannot agree more uh sec do your job yeah make clarity in the market and of course a game show is nice but if i would make a game show I would make a game show here at the 3T Academy about rational position sizing, about smart thinking, about research. Let's make a game show about that. And then we, then we educate the people how to invest and not to, not to game with your play with your money. I mean, that's much better. And uh, yeah, Gary, Gary Gensler. Poor what, Gary. What? What, what the F are you doing? You know? <laughs> He's lost his brains, Andrew. He, and you know what? I, I love it. JVR just nailed it right. I guess JVR's been listening to this show. He, he's learning. JVR, I like you're right. They're a bunch of dirty rap, dirty snake rat bastard weasels. You're absolutely There's no right. question he's watching our show because I don't think anybody describes the SEC quite like we do. But we have another very interesting article. This is not the end of our SEC discussion. We're going to show you guys a video exposing the game. The SEC and JP Morgan have been working together behind the scenes to push the Ethereum narrative. And right here, we're exposing that. We'll let this video play and get comments from the group. Here we go. Here comes the proof. As securities. Which ones do you think of as securities? It's pretty clear, and the Supreme Court has actually spoken about this many times. Um, if, if somebody is raising money, selling a token. Start the Ether presale in a couple of weeks. So the Ether presale will be an opportunity for anyone to purchase Ether. Ether is the internal currency inside of the Ethereum system, sort of like the XRP and Rebel. And the buyer is, is anticipating profits. What we're hoping is, is that sort of similar to what happened with MasterCoin. If that slice is something is something like 20%, and then the value of Ether goes up by 5, then we basically have the, the entire initial BTC that we got all over again. Based on the efforts of that group. There's about 100 people that are working on Ethereum right now. Myself while leading the, yep, the, the protocol design. We also have branding teams. We have marketing team. That fits into something that's a security. So we continue to expose the game here. I'm sure many people who are, who are using the Twitter app have seen this video. But what I think is so interesting about this exact concept is that they claim to not understand this market, right? We can understand this market. There's no rules and guidelines for us to abide by. But they're letting different players abide by a different set of rules and regulations. Ethereum is allowed to promote their product. Ethereum is allowed to offer Ethereum to banks and institutions at a discount price with the promise of what we heard right here, a 5 X. Let's start off with Gonzo. Gonzo, what are some of your thoughts on what Ethereum is doing and how long do you think they're going to have an advantage? Is this something that's going to go on forever or at some point is the house of cards going to collapse on Ethereum and this market's going to be totally open? Uh, I think when it comes to Ethereum, no, right? So we, we already knew this. I, I think the video is hilarious, by the way, like the way they set it all up. 
But we already knew that there was shady business that went on, right? We already know that Hinman was part of the Ethereum business, whatever that thing was, right? And they paid him. He came over to the SEC. He gave BTC and Ethereum a free pass. And then he went back to work over there again, right? So we know that they got a free pass. So at this point, I think the train has left the station, like Coach always says. Um, at the very at the very worst, that because now Ethereum is so decentralized, all they could do is maybe find them. But I doubt that. Like Ethereum is so embedded with the elites, with the financial institutions, with legally, legacy financial um, situation or um, legacy financial institutions um, that it, it's not going anywhere. That train has left the station at the very most. What they're going to do is maybe find them, but, uh, but, but I doubt it. It's just so embedded and Ethereum has such a lead with everything that uh, there's nothing that's going to happen to that. There's no way they're going to shut it down. Andrew Cashel, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts. What's so interesting about this article is that, or sorry, this video is that those clips of Vitalik Buterin speaking, those are from 2015, yet Ripple is being sued by the SEC for stuff that they did from 2013 to 2014. So these videos are definitely applicable to what we're going through today. What catches your attention? Now, yeah, I, I cannot agree more with, with Gonzo because the, the, the major institutions, the major banks are already in Ethereum for years. And what they needed was some sort of clarity from the SEC. Gary Gensler was not, he was still teaching at MIT. He was not at all. It was uh, J Jay Clayton who was still there. So they made some agreements together just to get clarity. Will it ever be sued as, an, uh, as a security? And probably then uh, uh, some, some, some stuff was, was agreed together just underwater. And, and what you see now is, I mean, Jay Clayton didn't leave the SEC at the last day that the lawsuit was started. I mean, he couldn't he couldn't do anything else anymore because he made underwater, he made agreements to, to major banks and to other major institutions about, about Ethereum. So there was no other way. And then actually uh, uh, Gary Gensler, yeah, he's more or less the 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 yeah, the the the, the, the guy who now can can clean up the mess and he also doesn't to my opinion he does not know what to to do anymore he is to my opinion he's pretty pretty hopeless and he tried to to save his face but he has no id so he really does and we're going to continue exposing this game andrew we have another sec official caught up in some very nefarious activity here so bill hinman worked at the sec prior to gary gensler but he worked at jp morgan's law firm for a decade he had J.P. Morgan's law firm pay him 25 times his salary at the SEC. He was exempted from J.P. Morgan's blockchain from the SEC regulation. He prepared a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan's competitor, a.k.a. XRP. And then he returned to J.P. Morgan's law firm after the lawsuit was filed. Johnny Crypto, these rat snake weasels exposed the game. <clears throat> Again, you know, see, for me, none of this is surprising. Zero. Zero, because I grew up. Watching George Carlin. So everybody drew, grew up watching George Carlin. George Carlin and the Godfather is all you need to know. And that's it. Those two things. And that's it. You're set for life. Carlin talked about this one big club and you ain't in it. And the Godfather showed how the club operates. So first you have to understand there's one big club of the elites running the show. Everything. Everything you think of, it's in their control. Monetary, supplies, everything. All the big companies, the banking industry, the moving industry, everything is run by them. Movie. Everything's run by them, right? And so you, you have to understand that. Then you go, okay, now how does it work? Well, if you watch the Godfather movies, you understand that within the group, 
Now they've got to split and divvy things out. You do this, you do that, you go do this, you're the good guy, you're the bad guy. And that's it. That's how it works. It's it. It's all who you know. It ain't what you know. It's who you know. They all know each other. They all put their friends in high position and power, and then they all take care of each other. And that's exactly what's happening. That's what they did. And so Gary's like, okay, we're going to hold everything back. We're gonna, Obviously, they're in bed with Ethereum. As Gonzo said, there ain't a Chinaman's chance in China that the Ethereum's going away. It's not happening. Forget about it. That's not happening. You're it's spot on, Johnny. And that's the first time I've ever heard that expression before. There's not a Chinaman's chance in China that a Bitcoin is not that Ethereum's not giving a free pass. And if you're enjoying this content, we got 192 live listeners out there. Show us some love and <clears> smash that like button because our next topic is about a $100 XRP. So let's dive right into this and show you guys exactly what the heck we're talking about. So our next article is talking about how a former developer for Ripple says it's possible for XRP to one day hit $100. So he said he could envision the price of XRP hitting $100 one day. He formerly worked as at Ripple as the director of de developer relations, and he was the Californian fintech's principal developer advocate. So obviously there's a little bit of bias here as a former Ripple employee, and he actually just left the company in March. But what I thought was so interesting is this comment right here. He, they, someone called uh, XRP a centralized blockchain and Matt Hamilton, the developer's response was this. What makes you think the XRP ledger is a centralized database? Do you know how blockchains work, right? I don't make price predictions, but I don't see why XRP couldn't be $100 at some point. Just ask the question. If you said in 2009 that Bitcoin would hit 60K, you'd be laughed at. Hamilton explained why the digital asset XRP has been able to stay among the top 10 cryptocurrency assets in the market, even during these bear market pullbacks. He said the reason XRP has stayed on top is because, well, it works. We're yet to see NFTs be implemented. We're yet to see smart contracts be implemented. And XRP continues to hold its place in the top 10. I think it's only fitting that we start off with Gonzo here. Gonzo, we always talk about XRP. For any of our listeners out there, if you see my sweatshirt, I am repping that XRP logo this morning. So you know where my head's at and where my heart is at. But what I think is so interesting about this article is he calls XRP a non-centralized blockchain. The reason he does that is he says, when you are purchasing XRP, you are actually purchasing a portion of that network. So it cannot be a centralized blockchain if there's over 800,000 separate users who own a portion of it. Gonzo, what are some of your thoughts? And when, if you believe we'll hit $100 XRP, when can you anticipate that taking place? Not a financial advisor and of course, not financial advice. Yeah, I'm not good at price predictions, but I can tell you this. We are so, so early when it comes to the XRP ledger, right? They're just barely getting smart contracts off the ground. That's what the XLS20D um, thing that they're voting on. It's basically their smart contract, the version of smart contract that makes it like you're going to get NFTs. It's going to be programmable, burnable, all that stuff. So we're so, so early. Like all the NFT projects, they're all just tokens right now. And we're waiting for XLS20D. But just think about like where we were with Ethereum at the very beginning and everything that was developed that came after, right? That's kind of where we are with the XRP ledger, right? We're at the very, very beginning. We don't even have smart contracts yet. So imagine once we have smart contracts, where we go from there. I think sky's the limit. I think easily in the future, I'm not predicting when it's going to happen, but I could definitely see, you see the moves that these other layer one blockchains have made. Why not XRP, right? Especially as they continue to develop and build on it. There's things that they're going to develop on the XRPL that we don't, that haven't even started yet, right? Because right now we're just working on the smart contracts. So we're so, so early, uh, but definitely I'm bullish on the ecosystem. 
200 live listeners out there. Show us some love. Smash that like button. If you think XRP is going to hit $100, smash it twice for us. But he said the reason that XRP has stayed in the top 10 is because it's simple. It works. It does what it says in the tin. And the XRP ledger is still the best blockchain for payments and transferring value around. It's decentralized, secure, fast, cheap, scalable, and well-tested. It stood the test of time. We have every single reason to believe that XRP is going to continue to develop as a blockchain. And of course, we'll get price appreciation with that. Johnny Crypto, some of your thoughts. I think at the end of the day, um, first of all, they were smart. They realized that just being in the payment system alone isn't going to cut it. And they're expanding it out and they're opening it up into the ledger, as Gonzo talked about. Smart move for them. I don't, I'm not big on price predictions either. I don't, you know, 589, 1,000, 10,000. I don't know if any of those numbers are going to come. Frankly, I'm looking for lower numbers like 10s, 12s, maybe up to 50. I think I'm more of a realist, more conservative. If it gets better than that, great. I've got an exit strategy. 30 to 50% of my bags are coming with me to 20, 30 anyway. So it really doesn't matter. I'll, I'll make the decision when I see what's happening <coughs> at those times there. Yeah, and so I made the mistake, Johnny, of saying smash that like button twice. And we got a funny comment. It says, I smashed it twice and it took the like away. So smash it three times. Sorry, <laughs> to, cut, sorry to cut you off there, Johnny, but we'll get some comments from you. Then we'll go over to Andrew Cashflow. Yeah, actually, go to Andrew Cashflow. You can come back to me later. Perfect. Andrew Cashflow, the floor is yours. Yeah, but what I want to say is if you research a crypto, what is the number one question you should ask? Does it solve a problem? Yes. For every crypto. And if it does not solve a problem, it has no value. However, if it solves a problem, and which is certainly the case with XRP, it solves a problem for, I mean, we have maybe 1 billion people that are banked. The other 6 billion people on the planet are unbanked. I mean, look look at that. Um, the, 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 the way how you have to transfer money from, from one country to another and 30% disappears somewhere. That cannot be sustained. And XRP is solving that. And not only that, because from Brett Garlinghouse, he also said, you know, we take one step after the other. First, we do uh, li uh, uh, li liquid on, on demand. Uh, ODL, on, on demand liquidity is called. And then they have other... Uh, projects going on. But he also said, we cannot do everything at the same time. So the NFTs is coming and the Ethereum virtual machine, the smart contracts. It is such a promising system. And is it cooperating with our loved elites? Yeah, it is. But why not make money with them? I mean, and do we have to be patient? Yeah, we also have to be patient. So dollar cost everything in as long as you can. And, and, and yeah, I, I love XRP. It was the third coin I ever bought. I think I'm in there for, uh, now yeah, maybe 20 cents or so. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great, Andrew. And what we're showing now on the screen is the list of XRP accounts and how much you need to be in the top 1%. If you have over, and I know most people don't, but if you had over 100,000 XRP, you are a whale in this market. There's less than 24,000 accounts that have more XRP than you. And if you have 1,000, let's just say you had 5,000 XRP, you are in the top 120,000 accounts. So it's very easy to become a one percenter in this market. And I think that's what's so unique about crypto. We are creating the generational wealth right now. When my kids and my grandkids ask me, 
how do we become one of the wealthiest families in America? I'm going to say it was the conversations I had with Andrew Cashflow, Gonzo, and Johnny that created the fundamental understanding of the crypto market and where we're headed as a whole. I do want to get some comments from Gonzo here. We got 220 live listeners out there. It wouldn't be Good Morning Crypto if I didn't ask you to smash that like button, but we're going to continue. Gonzo, I have one more. Yeah, make sure you smash it three times. Not once, not twice, because that'll make it go away, but smash it three times. Gonzo, the floor is yours. No, like I already said, yeah, you know, it, it's we're so so early when it comes to the expiration ledger, and I know like there were some comments I was reading because I can't respond because of my laptop and stuff. But when I say smart contract, it's their version of smart contract. I understand that's not exactly a smart contract like on Ethereum, but that doesn't show like what Andrew said is that in the future we might have an EVM compatible thing that merges the two, right? Just like all the other blockchains base everything on EVM, right? So we're just so so early. Um, you know, depending on how the market goes with this bearish trend, you know, we could see, I could see us pulling back, depending on what Bitcoin does. If it goes down to the low 20,000s, we can get close to a 20 cent XRP. And I promise you, I will be stacking my bags if we get that, if we get that. And if there's one thing I'd like to remind our listeners as we close it out here, it's that we're not questioning the long-term utility of these assets. We're only trying to figure out what's the best way to navigate through this price action. And if you weren't here early in the episode, go back and watch what Andrew Cashflow said about when he's entering these projects and how he's exiting this market, because that's how you're going to be most successful. I'd love to get some thoughts from Johnny Crypto here before we close it out. You know, I think at the end of the day, as we talk about exits, make sure you have an exit plan. So if you folks haven't signed up already, go to get at Get Merlin Crypto and you can sign up for uh our free 30-day notification of when the trial comes out so it's hopefully be out later this summer or towards the end of the summer but again make sure you got an exit strategy make sure you know how to get out of something whenever you get in it but also more importantly make sure you sign up for the academy we have a free discord below it's so important that you get your mind right you wouldn't you know you you wouldn't go into battle if your head wasn't right right so you shouldn't go into the market if your head isn't right either because it's another mind I don't want to use the word F, but it's a mind, it's a mind game. And so you better know your shit and you better know how to prepare and get yourself ready for battle. And battle is probably not the right word, but it is because at the end of the day, the elites are out there looking to take your money in the market. And that's just going to be the, the smarter guy wins. Right. So don't go into something if you're not properly prepared and educated for it. And that's what they can. I see a couple of people saying, should you join the academy? Well, first join yes. the Discord for free. Right. Number two, the answer is an absolute resounding yes. Not because. You know, it's not about the money. What you're going to realize when you come here is it's a whole new world, a community of like-minded people to bounce ideas off of so you don't have to navigate this road by yourself. And I just told you the road's getting started. We're going to 2035 and beyond. You want to do it by yourself? Go ahead. But our advice to you is why? You don't have to. The community was built here for that, and it's changed me in so many ways. I would have sold half my portfolio, if not more, in these going down markets had I not been surrounded by these wonderful minds here. And we all talked about, and Andrew's great plan of when to buy back in. I've been leveraging that too. All these new ideas and thoughts, guys. I don't want to talk tomorrow. I said enough. But the point is, you're missing out big time if you ain't checking out the Academy. So there's links below. Uh, come check it out. And then you get to hang out with all these beautiful people too.
And Johnny, if there's one thing we know, it's that your network is your net worth. And if you want to upgrade your network, the best place to do so is at the 3T Warrior Academy. We love cryptocurrency, but we're people as well. We can have open conversations. And through these difficult times, it's always great to get a unique perspective. The music is on, so I guess they want me to shut up. We'll close this thing out the same way we always do. Thank you to Gonzo. Thank you to Andrew Castle. Thank you to Johnny Crypto. Like we always say, Warriors, ah, get your shit together. Get your shit together. Thanks for joining us today. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. XRP Jenna joining the show on Wednesday. Yes, don't miss it. XRP Jenna and